1: as Atticus face. My report shows the Inquisitorial Band's battle with Vicodin security is ongoing. Marnie was almost kicked off a catwalk, Atticus finally killed his opponent, and Valentine is still at a stalemate with Zavala. Can they end this fight before it brings the whole factory down upon them? Find out in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. All of them.
2: Send all of them. By the Emperor. It's full of blades. Final transmission of Zavala Tunica. (laughs) Um, Valentine, you are driving uh, your chainsword through uh, the the grooved eye slit of the the helmet. Uh, And you are mad. You are, as a a generally calm and uh, positive person, um, for reasons completely outside your control, Nice. uh things have gone tremendously badly for you of late um and you're you're not quite sure what's going on with your companions uh and you certainly can't hear the gunshots from outside over the noise but your stealth mission is rapidly turning into a uh a full fire team adventure um so uh, i assume you're just going to try and drive this straight through you're correct great (laughs) he's
3: chosen a path and he will continue to his eventual conclusion um so it's two difficulty. There's no setback this time because of the advantage from the previous roll. That's correct. I've got, uh, would it be three boosts this time? Are we adding one each turn he keeps stabbing or is it just the nope, one for... It's
2: just the the one for you're in a slightly more advantageous position.
3: It will remain to be one. Great. So one for the advantageous yeah. position, one for the target being prone. Everything's the same essentially except no setback. Valentine's just going like... Uh, there is a story point back on the table, I believe. I think we might actually
2: be back up to...
0: I think we're two
2: and two is what I... Yeah, I think we're at two and two. Can
3: you tell I haven't been writing them down this time? I can. (laughs) All right, the Valentine's (laughs) going to use one. This is sheer Imperial imperial Determination. It's a fun way to pronounce desperation. One success, one advantage. There you go. (laughs) There we go. So that Um, will do eight damage.
2: Yeah, I'm going to leave the soak value off given that it's coming through the eye slit of a helmet into an eye. Um, and as he, he gasps into his, his calm link, uh, the, just like that fucking, uh, drill from the beginning of Star Trek first contact, just like fucking blade to the eye. It is (laughs) gross as hell. It makes me so uncomfortable, but that's what it is. Um, and Valentine, you feel, uh, the, the. The satisfaction is different from kind of a clean kill. I, I just had to snake a drain yesterday, and like the thing, the teeth on the snake just kept getting caught on like uh, the grate on the drain. So it wasn't like it goes in, it comes out, and the clog is gone. It's like it goes in, and then Tom swears for 20 straight minutes, just like <laughs> trying to rejig it back and forth. So that's kind of what your chainsaw does. It's not like a, and then I put a blade through his eye. It's like it goes in, but it's kind of, you have to like keep the, the teeth are like catching on the inside of the eye groove. Nice. Of the just like awkwardly wedging it back and forth. It's, it's not dignified at all, but you're also just so mad and need this guy to be done that you really just commit to the cause. Um, and then finally, with one last push, you feel the eye slit uh, of the helmet give way and kind of just jam your blade out the side um, in a spray of uh, blood, viscera, brain, and iron um, as uh, you you drag the blade free, uh, just as the door behind you explodes. Uh, with the sound of a dog barking, um, and um, in storms Atticus and Marnie.
1: Sir.
3: Well, I hope things are quiet out there. It was sort of louder in here than I'd anticipated. He just like flicks the the blade, like the blood off his chainsword and re, re-slots his hip, goes over, gets his bolt pistol. Like he's just kind of back to business. And he's like, all right, so bring in the corpses from outside uh, and let's uh, get everything in here so no
1: one will know what happened. One corpse to bring in, sir, so the other one went over. And, All right, uh, let's- Atticus will go get the body.
3: Great, great. Uh, uh,
0: Marnie's just like looking over the edge, like thinking like, is there a way? There's not a way to get it.
3: No. Marnie, if you could come stand inside where no one could see, that'd be great. You know, That'd be preferable to being seen standing over the scene of a murder. Four uh, person bail. Uh, these are my companions. This is Marnie Schwarzenberger and outside is Atticus Vis. Uh, Congratulations on your new governorship. We will take this planet back in the name of the Imperium. You will be named Planetary Governor. We will wipe out the orcs and everything will be improved as you will go back to the classic material line. But before the congratulations can be given and the title can be bestowed, I need your assistance in A, making sure we aren't all murdered by security and B, getting the other Inquisitor down here along with uh, Glasgow Vicodin, so that we could, let's just say, eliminate the current leadership. Okay. Um, so
2: she she kind of, like, comes up from under <laughs> under the desk and just looks at, like, what's left of Zavala um, and kind of the dexter splatter pattern you've left uh, from her, across the room. Uh, she just kind of says, okie-dokie um and she just like relights her pipe um it takes like a long drag um it just does that classic like oh boy um thing and she goes over to the comlink, link and she flicks a couple switches and turns a knob and does all the things you have to do to make technology work in the 40k universe um and uh she just says uh, uh this is four person balfast Bale.
1: uh oh oh sorry
3: just a second eugene <laughs> that's enough Estrella. thank you uh, <laughs> you see the music cut out so sorry i left
2: my uh my vox record on i love that that song that we were listening to just now listen uh you may have heard a little bit of commotion up here um There's a very, very good reason for that. And she takes another drag of her pipe. And then I'm going to roll to see how convincing she is. Because as someone who is very much like what you see is what you get on the level, she has no aptitude for this whatsoever. So let's see what happens with her. Um, So I'm going to give her a boost for presumably um, Valentine trying to like, Cyrano de Bergerac her through this um she has that much uh I'm gonna say this is a difficulty of four because there have been clear gunshots uh a lot of them and a man fell off a railing so it's not as easy as (laughs) we're all fine here how are you (laughs)
0: um
2: and uh I'm going to give her both a boost and a setback for being a little bit high right now um, from the intoxicants. (coughs) She sneezes. Uh, It's also one of the effects of the pipe. And then I roll. Oh, Jesus. Two advantage, for failure. So she (laughs) literally just leans in and says, I know what y'all heard uh, just now sounded like uh, sounds of a struggle and of, of of guns being fired. Possibly shotguns like the, the Corpus Sec carry here uh, and that they would fire at, at an elite group of intruders who, who may have come in uh, with, with a clandestine mission to install uh, new governorship on, on this planet. Uh, I know that's what it sounded like, but have you considered it wasn't?" And then she just kind of sits back and like looking fully like, like a dog who is just thrown up on the carpet, like just looks at you with kind of like a, did, did we get it? Um, and then the alarms start blaring.
0: And Marnie's just like, even I knew that was not going to work.
2: Hey, Marnie, what would you say that was? It was bullshit yay um and she's like yeah I know uh, 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 look I, I'm real sorry you probably have a few minutes before they, they they can find us up here look um with the the entire facility on on alarm uh lord inquisitor the the odds of of uh Lord Vicodin and uh the inquisitor uh Lord Billingberg, uh coming down planet side is is high so I understand that they were meeting today so. Um, if one's going, both of them will become a watch out. He'll be bringing his retinue as well. Um, I'll, uh, uh, she, she kind of like, you can see her, her already regret this. And she's like, can, um, why do you either shoot me in the leg or, or punch me real, real good. Uh, it would, it would really help the whole situation. If it looks like I was given that poor performance under duress.
0: I, I, I look to Valentine.
3: Well, I think the gunshot's a better idea than Atticus's fist. Keep it to the calf and make sure it's non-fatal, Marnie. I mean, Marnie could also punch. Says, (laughs) says Bale. Uh, The Inquisition would not entirely trust, I believe, a fist at this point. Uh, You did sound like there was something about a governorship exchange you really need to be innocent in this
2: she uh she nods and takes like a long drag off the pipe and just kind of holds it and goes mm- mm-hmm. just a, oh. just a moment before we
3: do this uh and he'll go over to um the the zavala's body and just strip off the belt and go over and just tourniquet the leg before the gunshot rather than after feels like a smart move um and like she's still holding like a mouthful
2: of of like a, a like a toxic vape smoke. She's like, <clears throat> okay, Marnie, Let's do this.
0: Don't move. And then,
2: <laughs> great. Um, you shoot her. Uh, she just like lets out a wheeze of of um, drug smoke um, as she kind of stumbles back into her chair um, and uh, looking down at like the the smoking crater um, in her <laughs> leg. Um, she just very weakly gives you this like the sign of the Aquila, which I assume is the equivalent of a thumbs up in this universe, um, yeah. <laughs> and then passes out from the pain.
3: All right. Uh okay, so I know her computer is active. Tom, if I've got access, all I need is a plan. I just want to know where Dr. Octavius is, because it feels like if we can kill that guy, that's just a bonus to fucking things up in the factory.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'll also say, like, she passes out from the pain. We're gonna call that like She's also like been smoking a lot of opiates. Um, Like she's been, there was kind of her baseline, like I can function with this, but now she's on full, like, oh man, this is going, going pear shaped. So we'll say that it's more like lolling up and being like, "Uh," and like, if you need her to like enter commands or anything to, to give you that information, she just can. Um, So yeah, she, um, you you access her uh, and forgive me, Ryan, what the fuck are these things called?
3: Oh, uh, this is like a data bank data. Great. Whatever. A data her terminal. computer so, she just
2: uses her fucking computer. Oh, cogitator. Cogitator.
3: Computer. cogitator was Thank the you. word we were looking
2: for. Yeah, it's a Kaji it's, it's 64. Um, so um, <laughs> she activates that. Um, and uh, you can see that based on um, the kind of VIP, which she would have access to, the floor plans for kind of like where security should be. Um Dr. Octavius is, uh, in the process of preparing the special VIP meal for the skull crawlers. So he will likely be in, um, sort of the, uh, the, the kitchen facility, uh, on the lower level, um, a little bit deeper into the base, um, than here, uh, it's kind of off of the main work floor. Um, there's like a suite of office, like meeting rooms and executive suites. Um, but basically, yeah, not, not too far from your current location. And more importantly, he's not in his lab, so he's more exposed than he would traditionally be. Great. I also question- say, sorry, security is lapsed today because the hardest unit of specialized assassins in the army is visiting today. It's not like, oh, the Pope is here. He's very fragile. Everyone be on your guard. It's like, oh, the Terminator is visiting Honestly, they're much better. Them, like, drunken in the middle of fucking is still (laughs) better than any unit we have. So,
3: it could... The other question well, is, where will Vicodin and the Inquisitor land? Is there some kind of landing pad at the top of the facility? Where do they come down to? Uh,
2: there is. Um, There's a um, sort of uh, the equivalent, if you're thinking in Star Wars terms, um, on Coruscant, they always show like the big landing pads. Uh, in I think it's in like Attack of the Clones. And I think also Phantom Menace, where it's kind of like above everything, it's a very classy there is a service elevator that will take them directly to the VIP areas um, and mm-hmm. kind of the, because I mean, as you have a sta- as you know, there's kind of the fake plant upstairs and then there's like the real plant down below. Um, it'll drop them directly down here if that's where they, they want to go, unless Vykanen wants to go to his office, which is kind of the penthouse overview, uh, overlooking the rest of the facility. He doesn't need to like check on problems personally, but he has elite staff with him who will likely take over operations. Based on um, the aristocratic assholes you've met in your time, uh, Valentine, I think it would be safe to assume he's going to his office, not to the floor itself, unless things are like real fucked up down here. But based on it being like on lockdown, he won't be showing up here.
3: All right. So I'm seeing some options. We just kind of like let her pass out again. (laughs) It's like, okay, back to sleep for you. Uh, I see some options. Uh, We could either uh, kill the doctor or take the doctor hostage. Uh, and then we have kind of two opportunities to perhaps make our move on our friend, uh, Glasgow Vicodin, not our friend, meant that sarcastically, um, His future dead man, uh, him and the Inquisitor. We could either wait in his office or we could make our way now to whatever landing pad where his ship will come down and perhaps booby trap that to, shall we say, eliminate a problem before it arrives at the facility. Or... Kill the doctor, keep them distracted downstairs, extract to the landing pad of the office and try to do the the homicides. Do we feel stealthy, as in straight to the office? What is the advantage
0: to keeping them alive?
3: Keeping who alive?
0: The doctor.
3: Well, if someone was coming after us, they might be less likely to shoot if we had someone key to the facility. Human shield. Uh, I guess heretic shield, as the case may be. Uh, So I would say, yes, our options are doctor, or do we go straight to our overall mission priority? Create
1: more chaos and do it, or just get the job done? I like the idea of more chaos, sir. I do believe that uh, causing a ruckus in one area of the distillery will make less security in uh, areas like uh, the old penthouse office. Done and done. All right, so looks like we'll make our move to either
3: kill or capture a doctor and then withdraw to either the office or the landing pad, depending on how things go.
2: One piece I would like to add to this is Atticus, you uh, are still uh, pretty hungry for revenge. So I just want to make sure we're also capturing, I know um, given the way you respect command structure, odds are that you would follow Valentine's directive either way. If you did want to deal with the skull crawlers,
3: He does have pretty open contempt for them at this point. So he would also probably have something quick to say about that. Um, Sure. Okay, great. uh,
1: He would also probably just say, like, um, causing a bigger ruckus also increases the chances of running into those damn heretic skull crawlers. And I've got unfinished business with them. I mean, I understand and appreciate that sentiment, Atticus, but I would like to point out how
3: challenging it was for us to just take out three security men with the combined intelligence of a toaster. I'm worried that if we have to fight an entire unit of special forces, it could go poorly for us. So let's aim for an ambush as opposed to a straight fight. Um,
2: I'll also say on her computer, um, you can uh, find it's a- another like stop. It's not something that's on your way. Um, but uh, you can uh, find the armory. Um, it's likely to be full of similar weapons to this. You're not going to find, like, plasma cannons in there. But um, if you need to rearm yourselves a little bit and, like, armor up, um, there's likely possibility to do that.
3: All right. So step one, armory. Step two, Dr. Octavius and uh, Skullcrawlers. Step three, save the Emperor. Uh, the only thing I'd like to add is, and he flips through, and Tom, he would just like to see on the computer if there are any sort of safety systems where he can just make something either overheat or turn off a safety using the four person's abilities to like speed up production.
2: Oh, that is an interesting question. Um, He's
3: not a fucking hacker, so when no, 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 shit that's available. Yeah, yeah no,
2: I, I, fully, I fully get that. In a, in a video game, this is like played a lot of Deus Ex recently while I was waiting for Cyberpunk to, you know, become a game. Um, and... Yeah, it's like there's certain files that are just there and you can like, I can click on and off doors. And then it's like, hack the mechs. And it's like, "Ah, I can't do that, but I can turn it on and off these doors. Yeah,
3: (laughs) so you're looking for stuff like that, right? Yeah, stuff he could fuck up that would either send people elsewhere or just cause pandemonium. Because even now, the idea of pandemonium is there are alarms. Shit's still kind of too organized. So Mm -hmm. can he make a brewery thing overheat? Can he make this corner of the factory start running at 400% capacity? Just shit to send problems that are not just us.
2: Yeah, okay. Um, so here's what I'll say. Um, there is, I think it would make sense to me based on the way I've been thinking of this this factory working, that she wouldn't have the ability to just remotely do it because then they wouldn't need workers. Um, they could mm-hmm. just press a button. Um, so I think instead what you basically have is access to her Rolodex. So there are uh, all sorts of different parts of the facility that you can access. Um, Valentine, can you roll me a... Uh, Sorry, I put my character sheets away like a fucking scrub. Um, Let's go with, I'm going to say Skullduggery. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Difficulty of... I'm going to say one. You're a pretty observant guy. I feel like if there are angles to be discovered, you would have uh, an idea of them. I'll give you a boost for being on the computer.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, great. All righty, let's see. One success and four advantage. Shit, man. All right, that, that, that'll do. Um,
2: so uh, some some things for you to consider as, as you kind of sort out what you want to do. Um, there are alarms going, there's chaos happening. It doesn't look like you have direct access to anything, but you do have access to all the different departments. If you were to call one of these departments, you would have to convince them that you are somehow like executing Bale's um, plans or orders or, or what have you. But uh, that is that is a, a possibility. The other thing to consider um, is that this plant is in disarray, but there's also the tourist plant upstairs. Uh, and it will likely not be on lockdown or have alarms running because it's the shiny, it's a small world after all version. So if you could cause chaos up there, you could theoretically start a war on two fronts, which might be beneficial to you. Um, I'm going to say for the purposes of narrative, uh, you can call exactly one department and try and make them do something. It'll mm. be up to you to determine who you want to call. Ghostbusters is the clear answer. They are not available on this planet. So who are you going to call?
3: Okay. Um Man, this is an annoying question to have to ask, but, like, who's in the Rolodex, Tom? Like, who do I got upstairs? Oh, totally if you fair. want to give me, like, a top top two most useful no, no, people I'll, I'll upstairs down below. I'll give you just give you yeah.
2: a rough overview. So, um, there is, uh, we'll say, um, Brewing, uh, which is obviously the, where where the actual, uh, largely, this is the orc operation, so, like, largely where the orcs are kind of, like, boiled down. Um, wow. Well, to a gross orc slurry that can then be processed into, um, into Vicodin. Uh There's bottling, which is where all the different various brands are. It's a classic like Rube Goldberg machine. Um, there is the gift shop um, and sort of, w- I guess we could say guest services is all kind of under one umbrella. Uh, there is the tour floor, which is upstairs that part of the factory. Um, there is the, I will say like, I think one of the, it's probably like, like in classic is manufactured in that tourist floor because so little of it's made anymore that it's very easy to be like, oh, mm-hmm. um, so you have access to, we'll just say like manufacturing on that floor. Um, and then there's security, which I would say you likely could call, but don't really have access to. Uh, and finally, distribution, which are the people who handle all the trucks coming in and out, including the ones that you were riding in on. Does that make sense?
3: Yes, yes, absolutely. Distribution. Distribution is the answer he will call distribution, because uh, if they've got the trucks, that's great. It's just in-out general problem. So wh- who's who's in charge of distro? Tom, do we got a name?
2: Uh, yeah, so um, you, uh, it kind of rings through, uh, and then... Um, you uh, hear a voice uh, pick up and say, um Hello, this is Minuetta Soprano in distribution. Uh, I understand there's a ruckus going on, and I hope I can help you sort it, ma'am.
1: Yes, this is uh, Eugene Mordheim Corpsec. Zavala Tunica has been shot. Belfast Bale was taken hostage but has been freed, though she's injured. There are bombs coming in in your trucks. This is oh, an no. attempted takeover. You need to stop all trucks and arrest the drivers. Call them in, call them out, line them up. The entire factory is at stake. Thousands of lives. They'll scour us all.
2: Uh, go ahead with a the deception there, bud.
1: Hello
0: and well met. This is Sister Olianmina. I am recording this communique to humbly ask for your assistance. You need only to go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. For monthly tithes of merely $5, which I am told is an old Terran currency... You'll receive, besides, of course, the blessings of the Emperor, which are priceless. You can also get exclusive weekly video communications, keeping you up to date on the inner workings of those behind the scenes who help keep the Inquisition's engines running, so to speak. Join us now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That is spelled D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and may you always walk in the light of the Emperor.
3: Luckily, that's one of the things he's decent at. What's my difficulty, Tom? Um,
2: I'm going to say two. You're calling from the four-person's phone... I feel like the idea that someone would just like break into her office and like impersonate her isn't necessarily something that would occur to someone like Minuetta. Like, she's literally just like, "Oh, it's a call from the head office," and the head office is like, "Hey, you know that problem that's happening? It's bigger and it's related to your department." And she'd be like, "Hmm." Um, I'm imagining her as as uh, just kind of a a, a sweet dum dum. So um, I'm going to say difficulty of two. Okay. You get a boost from calling from. Balthus Bale's phone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a setback for name dropping Zavala. Uh, This is too much information for Minuetta Soprano. She doesn't know who that is. She barely knows who Balthus Bale is, and it's it. She might just get befuddled. It's not that she doesn't believe you. It's just confusion. Yeah, like who is that? Should I be upset about that? Is that fine? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm gonna. This is a pretty big check, so I'm gonna spend a story point. Just for, honestly, I fucking love any time, like, in the way that we've been describing the 40k universe, and I think, honestly, the way it would play out with all these planets is when you just get low enough down the ladder, there are just people who are so legitimately vexed about, like, global politics and everything. So, like, there are bombs this is happening, interrogate people, blah, blah, blah. All the things that Valentine is like, if I told someone, if I told Atticus or Marnie, they would do this immediately and it would be amazing. But you're telling like the greeter at Walmart to do that. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, wait, what? So weirdly, I think it's not that she won't believe you. It's just that it's very hard to convey your will because you're not used to dealing with civilians at all. True. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is, I think, a fun way to spend a story point to make it difficult. It's not a (laughs) badass It's just hard to do the thing you want. Um, Ryan, is there anything from your skill set you'd want to add? Um, He's
3: good at that. He's got his lies.
0: Marnie cannot help you here.
3: Where Marnie's fear to tread. So one of the things that kind of exists in my skills, Tom, but I don't know how it would apply in this circumstance. It's usually more direct, but I have an ability called blather, which I imagine this is actually probably dealing with exactly what it is, which is if successful, the target adds two failures to perception checks made to detect the actions of your allies. Like it's designed to like, I can do a monologue and they can seek, but I'm kind of doing this on a you know what No,
2: I'll I'll take this because I,
3: uh, yeah, I will a
2: hundred percent let this roll in. Um, so
3: when when you yeah
2: it's actually also, because,
3: it's also an opposed deception check. So that's all yeah. this is. So it's
2: Yeah, and because because of the new dice roller you can actually just add that I think you can just artificially add two failures I believe. Hmm? Um so sorry, add two successes for you based on No, your no, scale. So it,
3: it it doesn't do either. It just makes this an opposed deception check. I see. Okay, perfect. And I think the way we'll frame this is um I've gotten uh
2: pretty good at this uh <laughs> Um, just with like helpful family members who want to like chime into stories with like details that are like contextually relevant, sort of, but don't actually affect the story and just like handling them and being like, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're waiting for a bus stop and I was wearing this thin jacket. It was a red jacket. Yes, it was a red thin jacket. And it's like. You're just good enough at that. That as <laughs> Minuetta's like, well, wait a minute, who is Zavala? Are they okay? It's like, no, they were shot in the head. But anyway, the important thing to remember. But do they need to? Do, should I send some bandages? Like, well, no, bandages won't really help because they're dead. Oh, do we need to arrange a funeral? We sure do. But it's going to be later, Champ.
3: Like, so just <laughs> yeah. What, what this does for for the conversation is rather than trying to get um, what's her face to just actually deal with drivers and cause chaos. It's just confuse her and make her so scared that she will panic call all over the place yeah. and just distract everyone with either confusion <laughs> or fear. Uh, so instead of it being one or way the other now, it's an opposed check. So yeah. she has to roll her deception versus my deception to see if she can essentially see I'm the guy fooling her into giving me too yeah, much. No, I'm with you or I've not. got my stats.
2: Uh, and I'm sorry, based on your thing. I have to take two failures. Is that correct?
3: Uh, No, no, no. You just, it's supposed deception. So, whatever the difficulty would normally be, I guess, unless you, if you want to make your difficulty my deception rating, that might be the way to do it, but it's up to you. Well, with an
2: opposed check, we actually wouldn't have any difficulty. We just roll pure and then see. Okay. So, who wins? But I'm sorry, but you did mention two failures, right? uh, No, I haven't
3: rolled yet. No, no, no. But on that skill, Blather. Oh, no, no. What happens is if I succeed, it adds failures to anyone I trying see. to perceive what my team is doing kind of thing. Okay,
2: well, let's I'm going to convert that then into two additional setback for poor <laughs> Meadowo Soprano just because okay. like you're not going to have in, like sustained engagement with this character, so I want to make sure that that skill has value cool. in this kind of rerouted way we're doing. So
3: then I'll add one difficulty for your story point. So I am not without difficulty. Does that make sense? If you've
2: changed it to an opposed check, then I will actually just upgrade one of my dice. So you can okay, take cool. that away and I'll Great. upgrade one of my greens to a yellow. Well, not surprise you to know that Minuet only got two green to play with. So now she's got a green and a yellow. This might be the most capable she has ever been <laughs> in her life. <laughs> this is a gold star day for her. Honestly, like I know you killed the last one, but some of these employees are honestly... Like they are having their like Mark McGuire 300 like it's this is their their best day.
3: Uh, all right, let's uh let's roll, shall we? Yes. <laughs> okay, you laughed, and I'm also laughing inside. What did you roll, Tom? Uh, I got a wash. I am a leaf on the wind. What did you roll? Cool. I got five successes and two advantage.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you. Well, geez, I wonder how this goes. Yeah. Um two advantage can be spent to affect an additional target. So I'll just use my advantage to make us more successful. Okay. So, so
2: Ryan, uh, what, what's the, um, what's the thing you eventually sell her? Uh, realizing that she won't follow a smart plan, but she will do chaos. What is, what do you demand she, she does in like your, your best J. Jonah
3: Jameson, get me pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think what he sells is, um, there are bombs throughout the building, and most of security has been corrupted. You need to tell them. Security has been corrupted. Trust no one. There are bombs.
2: Um, And she's like, oh, wow, that, that sounds bad. That sounds really bad. Uh, and, okay, I always knew there might come a day like this, and then you just hear the um, like the the uh tinkling of of metal on metal just oh well, these bullets are very slippery um well one second okay <laughs> that's one that's two that's how many does it hold um, get everyone on the offload hang God. on a minute <laughs> hang on hang on <laughs> oh, well now i've lost count so i gotta just empty these bullets out hang on <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Okay. So that's one. That's two. And once she finishes loading her revolver, um, you just hear over all the loudspeakers. Um, hello, uh, fellow employees. Uh, this is uh, Minuetta Soprano from uh, Distribution. You may remember me uh, from one of our company chanting nights as uh, the one who, who brought the nachos. Um, I know none of you thought they were very good, but I worked very hard on them. So I think that still needs to be acknowledged in a way it perhaps has not been. Listen- Valentine
0: just passed his blather skill on to her.
2: <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Listen, um, I, I, I I hate to be the one to mention this, but as a third-generation employee of the Vicodin Corporation, this place means more to me than my nacho-making skills, and that's a lot. So- As we feared in all of our quiet company chats, CorpoSec has proven to be corrupt and not following the mandates of Lord Vicodin and his golden throne vision of how our company should work. So, lock and load, motherfuckers. It's time to take back our plant. Um... And then you just hear like a full-on Xena battle cry, but more nasally. <laughs> um, you hear just over the open mic that is still broadcasting to the entire plant, a door flying open and you're, hey, boys, remember me? And then just like a bunch of fucking gunshots uh, and screams. Uh, and uh, as the, uh, there's a muffled explosion and the mic cuts out, um but uh, Atticus, as you're looking down on the, the floor, kind of um, now seeing um, members of uh, the Skull Crawlers coming out like in vaguely disheveled um, outfits, looking around and like secure and uh, tour guides just like trying to calm them down, and get them back in the VIP suite. Um, you can see that the corpo sec guards are now like they went from doing a full like we're going to clear the floor to kind of like looking to the employees, and suddenly employees just start running at them. Uh, And they just shoot them like they're not fucking armed with anything, but it's like all the the folks in robes are just like starting to turn. Uh, And you realize uh, that uh, Valentine by inspiring a dum-dum has just set off a riot uh, at which point suddenly the feed cuts out um, and uh, a, um, a vaguely calming Siri esque voice just starts saying, Incoming message from Lord Vicodin. Please cease your work and respect your God. Uh, And uh, over uh, the loudspeaker, you just hear. Ah, you bunch of useless bastards. I always thought it would come to this. Well, I guess it's time to
1: scour, huh? Uh,
2: And... Suddenly, vents open in the ceiling and begin to spray the factory floor. Atticus, from where you're looking through the window, you can see it begin to hiss as the acid begins
1: to eat everything below it. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Ryan Laplante, at the Ryan Leplont on Twitter, as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, as Atticus Vess, Laura Hamstra, at EL Hamstring on Twitter, as Marnie Schwarzenberger, and our Game Master, Tom McGee, at McGeeTD on Twitter, this episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C Our theme song is The Hordes" by Megan McDuffie and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R available at freemusicarchive.org
3: Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Fire Unfriendly, Logan, and Gillan Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
1: When Kilner accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress Samantha Trap across the galaxy, she expected the job to be over and done with quickly, but now they're stuck with each other and they have a job to do.
0: Think of Nikon as a sort of student loan company. You take a loan from them and then they own you until you've paid it off with interest. So all I have to do is pay off my debt? Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe?
2: 900,027
1: credits and counting.
0: You're stuck here, with me, to work it off.
1: We Fix Space Junk is a sci-fi sitcom from Battlebird Productions, featuring Travelling by Cryo.
0: Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning, that's perfectly normal.
1: Wait, what? Aliens from across the galaxy. Greetings,
0: visitors. Is that popcorn? Hello, Your Excellency. A.I.s.
2: Dad, how do I do air? You're already doing
1: it automatically, calm down. Of course, thrilling and exciting missions in outer space. Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission. You will be repairing a device redacted in or at the location redacted. We Fix Space Junk is available on Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe, consume, integrate, indoctrinate, asserrate, degenerate, and watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in space. Register your interest with Automicon.